What's up, guys? This is your host, Danny Baylor, Danny Cakes, and you are listening to the Immeasurably More podcast. All right, guys, happy new year. And what better way to start out this year than going over some practical first steps and ways of thinking as we move on from our old selves? How many of us are pumped to leave the last year behind? Before we get started, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about what I do. I coach people through some healthy eating challenges. And so I have a 30-day challenge actually starting on Monday the 18th. So if that's something you're interested in and you want to create some new healthy habits, I'm your girl, and I would be more than happy to coach you through those. So go ahead and DM me on Instagram, either at dannycakes or medjambly.more.podcast, and I can give you some more details regarding that and starting your new year right, living healthy from the inside out. So I actually love the new year. I know that it's mocked about this whole new year, new me kind of a deal, but honestly, I get so excited about it, and we should. I love looking back on what I've accomplished and maybe recognizing what I'm not so proud of, but how I'd like to move forward and dream bigger. This is exciting to me because I know I'm always willing to bet on myself, and I'm proud to say that I've actually followed through with a handful of resolutions. So I applaud you for choosing to reflect and set new goals. You guys, God gave us a 24-hour period every single day to rest and reset in New Year's for a reason. I believe he wants to remind us how often we have a choice to start over. Start clean, try again, most importantly, give ourselves some grace. So you are not silly for reflecting. When I hear that stuff, I wanna roll my eyes at the eye rollers. (laughs) Reflection is important. Setting new goals is important. It means you're strong by humbling yourself for wanting to try again to be better. If you guys take away anything important from this episode, please let it be that the opinions of other people and what they think of you has so much more to say about how they actually see themselves. This is where we take back the power. I know this in my business and especially past relationships at that old inner circle. (laughs) There's a chance I might go all Taylor Swift on you guys on this podcast at some point, but we'll say that for another time. Yes, when people mock you, it typically has something to say about the discomfort or the disbelief they have in themselves, sadly. So I found power in somehow loving them through it as opposed to hanging on to grudges because they once judged me, a girl they clearly knew nothing about. Just the same kind of grace I try to give myself, right? Love your neighbor as yourself in Mark 12, 31. So before we get to the juicy stuff, like crushing everyone else's opinions, I got to get real down and deep into the depth of the grace God revealed to me. Here are some of the main things I had to conquer initially in order to step out and step forward. This was the first thing I had to attack and I didn't even see it coming. A little more detail about my split. My family had recently all moved out of town, I mean, hours away. My ex's family owned the gym that we both coached at, along with the company of most of our friends. So splitting up not only meant that I was gonna be on my own completely, but I was basically walking away from my previous life in its entirety. At the time, my big brother coached me through how to meet with God in the morning for direction and peace. I was pretty desperate and scared of what my next step looked like. He told me he was waking up at 5.30 a.m. to meet with God, and it began to bring him so much wisdom. I'm sure you guys have seen me probably attend a 5 a.m. CrossFit class recently, but back then, I was anything but a morning person. Like I said, Danny was desperate, so I gave it a shot. 
actually said, okay, God, if you're trying to talk to me, wake me up. So in fact, I never set my alarm and he did. <laughs> God woke me up a couple of days in a row, exactly at 5.30 a.m. Wild, huh? Oh, it gets better. <laughs> Turns out in this season, early mornings became the most quiet and peaceful time of my day where I could truly be still and be freed of the distractions and stress. Almost like a mental break from the reality of my pain, oddly enough. You guys, for such a painful season, these became some of the most intimate moments I had had with God up until this point in my life. I had never heard him more clearly. One of the times I woke up, as usual, I went out into the dark living room and sat on the floor with my Bible in front of the coffee table. I planned to meet him so that he could tell me where to go next, honestly. And God had other plans that morning. I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, God, I'm thinking like back to Hawaii or possibly Orange County. All I know is I should probably get out of here. I remember waiting on him to miraculously answer me. And instead, this feeling of guilt suddenly overwhelmed me. I didn't expect it. It literally came out of nowhere. I just began to reflect. I felt like I ignored God all this time. I sat there ashamed. I actually can't even remember if I specifically asked for forgiveness. I was just acknowledging my fears and hesitations I'd faced for the last few years, trying to avoid just this. If anything, I felt like I'd only made things worse. To be honest, I knew I had been ignoring him, trying to manipulate my situation all that time instead of just being obedient. How could I do this? God, how can we possibly make things right? I feel like I've lost so much time. Dude, like I've messed up. So very clearly, he told me an exact verse. Before, I had felt led to read full chapters in my quiet time, so this was extremely specific. Mark 5, 34. Daughter, he said to her, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. I know, right? Trust me, you guys, I am still chipping out about this. But this is the God we serve. I'm promising you, when you draw near to God, he will show up. He will draw near to you. Ask and you shall receive. So I'm sitting there, sulking in my guilt and shame. And instead, God said, no, we are not going there. We are moving forward. I love you too much and you will suffer no more. I'm sure you guys are probably familiar with little love scripture. Love is patient and kind found in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Well, in verse 5, it says love, meaning God. It keeps no record of wrongs. I think this is when I was really ready to take that next step moving forward. He knew this was the first thing we needed to work through in order for me to start over so that I couldn't slip back into the guilt of it all and keep me from feeling worthy of what was next. Some of you guys may be holding on to past hurts and guilt that God has already forgiven you for. As I said before, so often we feel unworthy and that feeling we now know clearly isn't from him. He's forgiving, he is gracious, he wants us to move forward in peace. So lay it down before him, your guilt, your shame, your whole past. He is well aware. He's here with you now, and he was present with you through it all. No matter how ugly it is, he is already covering you with his grace. He just wants us to understand that. It's who he is. Step one, forgiveness. Check. Now we can chat about some of the most commonly asked questions that I receive. How did you stop caring about what people think? And how long did it take you to stop caring about what they think? As you know, I had no one to depend on but me and God. Like literally, no one. In fact, my greatest fear every damn day was that this word vomit of needing to break up would come out 
and the three people that I thought I would call would not pick up the phone in that moment. So shortly after starting my network marketing business specifically, as the fear began to slip in, I had a, myself a little pep talk. One week in, you guys, one week. This is how long it took me. The pep talk looked a little something like this. Look here, sis. We don't have time for this. Really, Danielle, look where it has gotten you so far. How has trying to place everyone else up until this point been beneficial to you? Oh, yeah, it hasn't. Truly, I was so over it. Trust me, I was so burnt out on giving to you-know-what about what everyone else thought about me. Remember, that switch flipped. I acknowledged my truth, and I had no intention of ever going back. So no more. You got to listen to your gut, a.k.a. the Holy Spirit, as I like to say. Work hard and be brave. It is time to move forward. Again, you guys, I love ranting about this. And as I say, you guys, because I have been there and I'm trying to be the person to shake you the way I wish someone would have verbally shaken and convicted me. So I say this with grace. If you do not take a stand right now about who you are and what you believe in, you will always put it off. You will always be under the control of everyone else's opinions. Let me let you in on a little secret. Reality check, there is no right time. There's no right time to start your business, stand up for yourself, and take your leap. If not now, when? So leap now, take your stand now. How has pleasing everyone else been beneficial to you up until this point? Only you can answer that honestly. Truth is, no matter what we do, we're gonna be judged for it, right? It's impossible to please everyone. Fun fact, if you're into what our names mean, Danielle actually means God is my judge. So big LOL there. <laughs> so I'll revisit the first thought that I mentioned earlier. What other people think about you has so much more to say about them. Looking back, most of the people who put me down or rejected me had insecurities of their own. We all know this. Hurt people hurt people. It's actually incredibly ironic, I think. I see it as the fear of stepping out of their comfort zone is so crippling to them, it makes them somehow feel empowered to judge someone who is willing to. I love this quote. You will never be criticized by someone who's doing more than you. And the one that says, if you live for people's approval, you will die by their criticism. Look, I realize we're here to serve others 100%, but we have to make it a priority and recognize that the only one we need to please is God. Serving and pleasing are completely different. When I became content with pleasing him and following his will for me, in my opinion, I felt empowered. I no longer felt the exhaustion of bending over backwards for every other person who did not value me or see me for me. Better yet, who did not care enough to understand what it was I valued. Because if they did, they would have loved me where I was at. And when I talk about pleasing God, I also mean me. Righteously living the way I always felt I've been called to. I've always known I was different. How much more time are we gonna let pass by before we decide to own our own truth? Which brings me to my third and final point. As you step out, everyone won't be on board. And that's fine, they don't have to be. I had to temporarily block out the opinions and disapproval of even some of the closest people to me, including one of my best friends and my own mother. You guys, they didn't understand, they didn't see my vision. And again, that was okay. Yeah, it sucked, but I knew what I needed to do for me. I used to listen to Rachel Hollis on Audible during the long drive home from my parents' house after weekend visits. The one thing that has always stuck with me the most when she said, no one will ever care about your dreams as much as you do. Not my ex-circle, not my best friend, 
not even my family. I had to make a decision, you guys, and I realized I'm a big girl and I have a comfort zone of my own that I know I'm willing to step out of. So here are some examples. Without ever visiting before, at 21 years old, I bought a one-way ticket to Hawaii. I pursued cosmetology school, and I even started a network marketing business, all of which were completely out of my mom's comfort zones. None of these things were harmful to me, so no disrespect. She just wasn't always comfortable with me doing them. Moms, they worry. <laughs> we like to say she loves too much. But maybe I like going against the grain. Into the unknown, I know I'm willing to do what 99% of people weren't. I like betting on me. But yet these choices were the most significant experiences I've had in my life that has shaped exactly who you hear on this podcast today. No one knows what I personally have to deal with in my heart, in my head, and in my life. You guys, when it came to starting this podcast, I even did some research and tried to listen to some different podcasts to kind of get a feel of what I should sound like or familiarize myself with this style of speaking. And what I realized that mine was going to sound very different. I'm like, wait, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure there's like a style of podcast that it even exists the way that I envisioned doing this. God, so go be the first. You don't need to fit the mold. You just need an opportunity to create your own. Who is waiting on hearing my version of this outlet? We have to go first. And we have to recognize that we are meant to go first. I didn't know anyone in my area who were in the same network marketing business that I was about to start. So I thought, I'll become the first. I'll become the one everyone thinks of when they hear this brand. If you don't see anyone else in your business who looks like you or talks like you or comes from the same background as you do, go first. Create the organization where others like you have a place. Here's your opportunity to create your own. Create what matters to you, you guys. That is exactly what I'm doing. I wanted to create something that didn't yet exist, and I took ownership of my calling to it. In this season, again, like I said, I didn't have a choice, you guys. I wanted this all so bad. I needed it. I needed change. I needed a fresh start, and I needed a new me. It was okay. Not everyone I knew at the time didn't support me. They didn't share my vision. It was mine. That's what makes it special. If anything, I knew I was going to find and create a community that did. I've never felt more like I'm in the right place at the right time than I do right now. And I have myself to thank for choosing me for once and walking hand in hand with God as I surrendered everything every step of the way, quite literally because I was forced to. But the unknown is thrilling when God gives you a peace about it. We have to quit feeling like there's something wrong with us just because we don't gain everyone else's approval by wanting to do something different. Take some pride that you are willing to step out in faith alone, in your boldness, because even though you may feel alone, God is with you. He goes before you, remember. He won't lead you astray, no matter who is or isn't on board. And all of this goes back to owning it. Owning what you want, owning who you are, and the fact that you will be doing a lot of it on your own. But you are fully capable. He will continue to equip you and strengthen you. Just be willing to let him lead you. I know it's scary. Believe me. And I know it can get lonely. Believe me. But when we accept those things are just part of the process at becoming a better version of us, it's much more tolerable to endure. We aren't surprised when it gets hard. We take pride in our pain because we know we signed up for this. The pursuit of immeasurably more. So give yourself some grace. 
Begin to practice letting go of what everyone else thinks. Be confident and take pride in willing to step out, especially when you have to do it alone. You guys, announce where you're going. Where do you want to go? I think one of the most powerful things <laughs> when I first started my network marketing business or things that I knew that people would judge, I was very open about owning up to it. I was like, yeah, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I understand that you don't get it or maybe you're not for it or maybe you think that I'm silly for doing it. But you guys, like I said, I think we take that power back when we own it. And going into it, not only owning, but like understanding it's not of the norm. Does that make sense? I clearly made an announcement on the road that I was going after. I was very honest and open about what I wanted. Because before, right, old Danny would have been quiet, dim to herself. Her thoughts didn't matter. And so when my switch flipped, <laughs> it was like this new version of me was already starting to like burst through. And I was like, look, I could truly care less about what anybody else thinks at this point. And so I'm just going to go all in full send, right? I'm going to full send all my thoughts, my whole heart. And if you're on board and you support me, cool. If not, cool. Like then my time and my energy is going to be put into the people who do support me. You guys, and I, as I followed through with that, I'm telling you, you have to just, you have to just go for it. But so many things in our life, like we, we can't predict. We're not supposed to know the future. If God thought we were, if we knew, needed to know what was next, then he would tell us. But there is something, like I said, thrilling about moving forward anyways. And as you do, you start to piece together all the things that make sense about who you are and what you want. And God will lead you to those people. He'll lead you to the people that do support you and do pour into you guys. And as I found that in my business, that is what truly set me on fire. Because I remember thinking before, I can't remember if I've talked about this before, but being in a room full of people that I surrounded myself with previously and being so afraid, like, Danielle, what the hell are you doing? Standing in a room of people who have no idea the way that you think, no idea. They don't even value the things that you care about. What are you doing here? And then now being surrounded by the people that I work with and that pour into me and value me and love me for me. And you guys, it's that same overwhelming feeling, but of so much joy to be like, you are exactly where you're meant to be. And this did exist. And you are not out of your mind to think that way. And I remember just thinking it was so comforting when I did start, when I did start taking a stand for what I wanted and walking towards my truth and my passion and my dreams and my desires that I realized I wasn't the only one you know, being the 1%, right? The, the way that we think and the people we surround ourselves with, 1% isn't very much. <laughs> so yeah, it was, it maybe took me some time and it was hard for me to find those people. But once I did, you guys, once I put myself in the mindset and then the position to be surrounded by those kind of people, those like-minded people, I realized they existed. And those five people in my circle, that inner circle that had transformed, that switched, right? It fed my soul so much more. And that's really what set me on fire. As I started to take those steps, I started to step up. I started to, you know, quit like batting away all the opinions constantly. Just because I'm saying in the beginning of my business that I stopped caring what people thought just about moving forward doesn't mean I don't, don't battle that day to day. Totally. Like, absolutely. There, there's somebody probably every single day I'm still like, okay, you have a decision. Are you going to care what this person thinks? Or are you going to do you? You know, we have an opportunity all the time. That's what I love about this business. We constantly have an opportunity to take a stand for what we want, who we are, and where we are going. And I'm telling you, the more that I did that, and 
Well, I cannot wait to talk about this next episode, you guys, is the pain that I endured to become this version of me. If anything, if there is a word <laughs> that could wrap up the last two years and the most commonly felt feeling that I experienced was absolutely pain. You guys can look at my life or how I show it or something, whatever it is, or success, however you want to paint it, and think that it's all glamorous. Trust me, it absolutely was not. What happened behind the scenes in my head in my own home alone, that is where the real impact happened, where the real breakthrough happened, was mentally battling those little things every single day over and over. And as we do endure them, right, we build up a stamina, we become steadfast, we're able to take on what's next because you're like, hey, I just managed to go through that. And now I'm moving forward. So as you acknowledge these things, as you let go of the opinions of others, as you, you know, take pride in saying, I might be the only person doing this, but I'm going to go first and I'm acknowledging that it's going to matter to somebody. And the more that you do it and the more I'm promising you guys, God, he will remind you, he will confirm where you're going. And it might be a little bit of time. It might not be always these big grand moments of, you know, I guess even achieving success at a time. But when you look back, all of that compounds. I think I was thinking honestly about who I was just a year ago and being like, dang, Danny, we've come a long way. Like you could have never imagined being in this place and starting a podcast and, you know, being in control of the way that I, I talk or stepping out again. But everything that I've done this year has brought me to this point. All of those little moments, all those little thoughts, all those mental battles, they matter, you guys. Our suffering matters. Our struggles matter. The trials that we go through, it matters. So take hold of what you want. You guys, be excited about this year. Quit. If you're going to start worrying about what everyone else thinks for once, it's the fact that you're going to start making resolutions. Like I said, no one will care about your dreams as much as you do. And you have a choice and a decision to create those, to announce them, to take ownership of them, and move forward and take action, you guys. A goal without a plan is just a wish, right? I think that's the quote. <laughs> we have to apply action to what it is that we want. You can't just think about it. You have to be about it. So what are those practical things that you're going to do to move forward? Like I said, I think the, one of the most important things was owning it and really announcing where I was going. And I think, like I said, there's something so powerful when we speak out loud, when we speak truth and conviction of our situation and what we want. And I cannot stress them enough, you guys, when you're planning these dreams and you're taking the next step to truly include God because he gave you those desires to pursue them and he will equip you. And I even have to remind myself every single day, okay, God, please equip me today because yesterday I felt strong and today I feel like I'm all over the place. No matter what we do in life and our business and relationships, Everything requires consistency. You can't just stop showing up to work one day and expect to still get it paid, right? You have to keep putting in the work every single day. You can't just eat really clean for three days and then think that, you know, that consistency is going to extend to the neck. We all learned that this year. Anyways, we're not going to go there anymore. <laughs> but consistently seek God in his, his direction and his wisdom. Get into your quiet times, you guys. I encourage you to do that, that it won't become the most intimate times of your days where you will gain the most wisdom about your situation, about your truth, 
and he's going to empower you. He's going to give you words. He's going to give you confidence. I, like I said, I, I don't even know. I didn't even know how else to prepare besides like literally being on my knees before God and being like, okay, where are we going from here? So give him that authority. You won't be sorry. If anything, you will feel so much more empowered about who you are and what it is you're going to do next. I cannot wait to see what you guys plan. And I hope that you share that with me. When these podcasts are making a difference, you guys, in your hearts and the way that you think, please share that with me. Like that feeds me so much to know that like, okay, I'm not the only one in here, right? I'm not the only person. So I hope ultimately that's what you find from listening to me is that when you desire more, please don't feel guilty about it. No matter what somebody else says, but know that you belong to the 1%, that you belong to the mindset who desires more for yourself. And it's not something to feel guilty about. That's righteous. That's the word that just came to my mind was when we choose to follow the Lord, like I said, being in his will, walking in his will, I really believe that when we dig in and we own the desires that we have for our lives and the things that we want to do, we're aligning with God's will for us. And if we are aligning God's will, again, you cannot fail. No matter what anyone says against you or tries to bring you down, it's foolproof, to be honest. Doesn't mean you're not going to experience hard times. But again, those are the opportunities that you have to create your steadfastness, your endurance, your stamina, and will only get easier from there. So stay tuned for this next episode on, like I said, what I've really learned to master to endure is the power of our pain. And that episode will be released January 19th. So quick reminder, that same exact week, I'll be starting a new group, coaching them into a month-long program about clean eating and creating healthier, sustainable habits. So if that's something that you're interested in, you guys feel free to reach out to me. Again, you can find me on Instagram at dannycakes, D-A-N-N-N-I cakes, or you can DM even my Immeasurably More podcast, Instagram, immeasurably.more.podcast. So don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and always share this with somebody that you know will stay encouraged from this podcast. So I will leave you with this. Matthew 5, 10. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven.